Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Thank you so much, and welcome to a Thirsty Thursday edition of Titillating Sports. Pour him a beer, Bobby. No beers, no Bobbies. Rick Tittle with you. Dominic Jimenez on the other side of the glass, and uh, we are here for the next three hours talking sports with you. And uh, this is Sports Talk in its most pure, unadulterated form person on a mic and a person on a phone who's the person that you are me yeah you actually not you the guy in the other car yeah that guy not you the other guy but we would love to hear from you if you'd like to talk about football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics quarters all chess checkers rugby cricket that type of stuff and we'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. That's what gets you in and gets you heard, girl. I wish you would. It's not what I had had said. Coast to coast, border to border, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network as well. 500 outlets, 177 countries, ships at sea, Trident subs. I, w- I was a guest on the USS Ohio many years ago up there in... Uh, Puget Sound, Banger, Washington, and uh, 200 yards long, 48 Trident missiles. This is what keeps the detente going. But the sailors sleeping literally in between the silos. I mean, if you're in the military, we appreciate all that you do, the privations that you go through to keep us safe. Uh, it's untold. So thank you for your service, and I uh, hope to see you at home very, very soon. We're on the TuneIn app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app, all Apple applications, fried mozzarella sticks app. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel tune your cable provider. That is also uh, one way you can listen to the show. It's in 35 million homes. Homes. If you want to write me an email, it's rick at sportsbyline.com. You can go there as well. Very interesting guests. We'll go into the world of uh, Hollywood. We'll also talk sports. Come on back. 
own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. The double play! It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a genius the best show ever he's so wonderful genius the best show ever he's so wonderful titillating sports with rick tittle rick tittle is a he's so handsome he's a genius All right, uh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Let's start the show. Uh, We'll take a little look into uh, a new horror film, and uh, it is called Lilith, and uh, we are joined now uh, by the director, Lee Esposito. Lee, thanks for being on the show, and um, tell us a little bit about the, the genesis behind this project. How did this all come together? 
Sure. Well, thanks for having me, first off. And um, yeah, uh, what, I, as far as coming together, I mean, it's sort of a, a, a weird combination of events. I mean, I wrote a script back in 2015, um, which was much bigger than I had anything I'd ever written at the time. And we shot a, we, we boiled it down to about six pages, shot a proof of concept for it. Um, and then I was really fortunate to have a lot of um, friends and extended family and family all just kind of pony up a small budget for it to get it made. So uh, that was really, I, I was really lucky in that regard. So when when you make a movie in 2019 and you, you get it all together, you edit it, and then you basically have to sit on it for a year. How hard was that for you with the pandemic and all that? Oh, it's been more than a year. I mean, we shot this back in 2017. It, it got finished in 2019. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been it's been about four years that we've been waiting to get this uh, out there. So it's really cool. I mean, yeah, like I said, we, we shot it back at the end, the tail end of 2017. We wrapped, it was 34 days straight. We wrapped uh, that October and then, you know, the edit happened. And I mean, because we were such a low, low, low budget uh, affair, the edit ended up taking a lot longer than it would usually take because we didn't have just the means of, of streamlining it the way that a, a big budget feature would. So uh, about a year we were in post-production and then we finished that, um, got it out in the festival circuit. We won, uh, we won Best Feature at um, New, York, New Jersey Horror Con Film Festival. Uh, and then Terror Films approached us and was like, "Hey, we want to put your put your thing out there." So that was really cool. I mean, and then it was just a matter of waiting on you know for all the pandemic stuff to clear up, and then they can finally release it because that was just that ate everyone's year. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the plot. This is just the uh, the little blurb. After catching her long term boyfriend cheating, Jenna turns towards elements she doesn't fully understand to get revenge. Said vengeance comes in the form of a succubus named Lilith who embarks on a bloodthirsty, sex-fueled rampage. So the other question is, how do you, does, it, does it matter now if you get an M rating with streaming services, or did you want to keep it R? How do you do that? Um, I don't actually know what the deal is with ratings. I don't think ratings really matter unless it's in like like wide theatrical releases where the MPAA has a say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think that, I mean, we didn't, there was nothing we had to cut down or anything like that. It was all just like everything that's in the version you're seeing is, is the version we shot. It's just, you know, certain things we just didn't have the budget for. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 I, I, I think we always kind of wanted like an R rating. Cause I mean, there's nothing in it that's too, that, that's nothing you haven't seen, you know, anywhere else. It's just gore and, and language mostly. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was it was always written to be like either sort of an unrated affair or like something that would be probably a hard R. You have uh, Langston Fishburne in this movie, of course. Uh, his uh, dad's such a great actor, and, and Langston, an accomplished uh, actor in himself. Why was he the the right guy for this cast? Um, well, it's funny because I I did not. I first of all, I didn't even know Langston existed prior to uh, prior to auditioning. It's funny because he just he just applied on on the website that we were posting uh, the casting call on, and he was really really fantastic. I mean, he brought everything I needed to that role. And I mean, when we when we got the audition video for him, I sent it to um, my cinematographer and his partner at the time. While he was watching it, was just like, "Are you listening to a college lecture right now?" And he was like, "No, but it's good that you thought that." <laughs> He was yeah, yeah, and he just was a fantastic fit for the part, and I thought he was he did a really great job. 
What is it when you you think about Lilith, and that's such a huge thing to cast, and an actress named Savannah Witten uh, ends up, and uh, of course, you know, the blue eyes, the ginger hair, being beautiful uh, obviously is something uh, that you need, but uh, also somebody who is believable and who is a great actress. So how hard was that to you to uh, whittle it down to Witten, so to speak? <laughs> no, um... <laughs> It's funny because, like, I I never I, the, the character of of Lily was very specifically written. She was very uh, there's a very distinct energy to her, and Savannah is the only person who auditioned for us who captured the energy I needed. I mean, we cast her back when we shot the proof of concept, so she she was with us from the beginning. Because honestly, and I I said this to her before, I've said to a lot of people before, there is no Lilith without Savannah. She is that part. She embodies that part the way I wrote her so well. Because, I mean, she, like, the character is, like, yeah, it's, yeah, she's a succubus, but she's not just, you know, the, the typical, like, sultry whatever that you see in most succubus content now. Um, there was always sort of a, a, an, a an attitude and an energy. It was very much the opposite of that in the script. And Savannah captured that and understood that so completely well because I... We got a lot of auditions for Lily. We did. And none of them understood at all what the character was supposed to be except for Savannah. And then I guess also when you're you're saying you're going to be a, you know, sex crazed succubus, uh, there has to be people who have, you know, their inhibitions don't can't be at a high level. And of, of course, they might ask, well, what kind of nudity is going on here? How precarious is that in 2021 to talk about stuff like that? Um. Oddly enough, I mean, for this movie, it wasn't that hard. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that conversation is hard for a lot of other people, depending on what type of content they're making. Um, I mean, for this, though, it was never really an issue. I mean, I know, like, I, I, I did have several people be like, hey, like, how explicit are we going to be, like, in terms of, like, what we're showing here? But even then, I was never, like, really concerned about because I was never in this for, like, I just want to show, like, nudity and gore. It's not, it wasn't about that. Like, I was like, I was like, I... I have a story I'm telling here, and if we, we don't have to be graphic for it to be effective. So I, I think that we sort of rode that line pretty well and that you, you're getting um, the, the, the spectacle that would be there, but it's not, it's not exploitative, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, what about? Or at least I tried to avoid making it exploitative. Gotcha. A lot of times with comedies, like well, with comedies, I was going to say horror films, there are comedic elements. What was that like? Because mm. you, uh, you know, you get those more lighter moments. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wrote this. I definitely wrote this to be a horror comedy more, like more than anything. Um, it's it, it's weird because, like, I was I was I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. That I I don't I can't write straight comedy well. I can't. But if you hand me like a horror situation and ask me, Hey, point out the point out all like the weird absurdities and the surreality in this. Yeah, I can do that. And I think that was part of the fun of writing this story in this world was that it's a world that's very mundane in a sense, very grounded. The characters are very normal, but then you throw in this larger than life demon character who is, essentially just a hurricane of a person who just comes in and has such an energy that it just throws everything into turmoil. I thought that that was a really funny situation to kind of write. And it, I mean, I was, I was right in that regard. I, I had a ton of fun writing like this, this script, especially just anything that had to do with Lily. Cause she's, 
writing for her character is so entertaining because you're able to kind of push past that 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 uh, that mundane element of the world and you're able to just start going full tilt into the crazy and I think that's where that's where the writing process got really fun because I was like okay well now Lily's here I don't have to really hold back I can just go all out with how nuts I wanted to get <laughs> very cool the movie is called Lilith it will be uh, released tomorrow uh, in the United States by Terror Films On Demand and uh, Digital as well we've been speaking with the director Lee Esposito Lee congratulations on the film thanks for dropping by man Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and there are open lines. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. 
you get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Well, 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 how about that? By the way, the movie Lilith is not about Fraser's ex-wife. It's something else. It's also not the movie Lilith with one L, which is, I think, from the 60s. Two L's. Uh, We know who will be in the final of the European Championships on Sunday, that's soccer. That will be England versus uh, Italy. And England is in their first major final since 1966. Since they won the World Cup at home then, they have been in 19 major tournaments, Euros and World Cups, and they've never gotten to a final. They've had some semifinal uh, disappointments. Um, and it was a weird one for me yesterday that I've, um, you know, there, there's one thing in, in soccer that's always going to be true for me, and that is it's not possible for me to root against the United States. Uh, that there's no scenario in which that could happen. But when you grow up, as I do, as a mutt, like most Americans are, a mix of things, and it's all Teutonic, Scandinavian, whitey, Anglo-Saxon, pale, <laughs> but uh, on my dad's side, Danish and German, my mom's side is English and a little Welsh. So um, my mom's side of the family came over before the Revolutionary War, which is cool. My great-grandfather, who I used to live with, documented a lot of the history. And it's uh, and by the way, fought for the North in the Civil War. Thankfully, no slave owners in there, but still... The manifest destiny, say what you want, good or bad about that, on that side of the family. And my dad's side of the family is more Ellis Island, as my grandfather was born in Denmark. And then uh, my on the German side, my great-grandfather came to uh, Oakland um, before World War I. Uh, he is a uh, stained glass maker. He made all the stained glass in St. Elizabeth's Church and some other places in Oakland. But uh, the reason I bring this up is because when I was growing up, the United States was not in the World Cup. They missed out for 40 years and barely got in. And that Port of Spain goal by Paul Caligiuri, otherwise we wouldn't even be at Italia 90. And then Bob Ganser takes a college all-star team down there. But still, uh, the United States since that time has only missed out on one World Cup. That was the last one. So I grew up rooting for... Mostly West Germany and Denmark. Those are my teams. And, of course, West Germany had way more 
success. And then uh, I started rooting for England a little more as I got uh, into uh, when I grew up. But the uh, because I had more of an affinity with the Danes and the, the Germans because I had visited Denmark and Germany and I had relatives there. I don't have any relatives in England. It's too watered down at this point. Hundreds of years will do that, right? Um, I have an affinity affinity for them now. I think I own more Three Lions gear than any American and more German stuff and Danish stuff. I've spent way too much money on soccer stuff. I'm a sports fan. What do you want? Um, And the only other time, and look, I've had these two teams, whoever it is of these four teams that I love, play each other, and sometimes you got to pick a side or not. But uh, the 1992... European Cup final between Denmark and Germany and Sweden. I rooted for Denmark and I watched that at Britannia Arms with all these German old people who all looked like my relatives. And it's because Denmark has never had never won anything. And Germany at that time uh, had won the World Cup. And so I thought, and it was weird to root against Jurgen Klinsmann and Tomas Hassler and Stefan Effenberg, Lothar Mateus, all my favorites. Uh, but Denmark won that, and that was fantastic. So I've never had England v. Denmark. And I've been waiting for England to get to a final my whole life. Well, they went when I was one, but I don't remember it. <laughs> it's like the Raiders in Super Bowl two. I was also one. I don't remember. And uh, that'd be weird if I claimed it. I remember, man. I was so hyped. I was so mad. And um, the thing is, I really hate Italy, the team. I love Italy, the country, but I hate, hate the team. Probably I hate Italy more than any other country in the world as far as soccer goes. And you'd say, why? And it it, it date back to the 1982 final between West Germany and Italy and all my friends at my Catholic high school who were Italian. And uh, it just, there was a lot of teasing going on, <laughs> good natured ribbing one way or another. And we were calling them dirty, lying, greasy mafia people. And they were calling us, you know, Nazis. And you know how kids are, <laughs> nothing but fun. And uh, so anyway, I hate Italy. And so I'm thinking, I really need England to win this game because I don't think Denmark stands a chance of beating Italy. I think England has a chance. But still, I didn't, and I love Harry Kane, and he's never won a trophy, and he's England's captain, and people were giving him some stick for no reason. Just dumb people. The game begins, and I'm watching it at my soccer pub, fully packed, Maggie McGarry's. By the way, of all the, you know, a year and a half of not being here, I went up there a couple weeks ago when this all got started, and the husband and wife, they're from Ireland. Rick, how are you? You look great. Nice to see you. Like, well, I got more of a welcome back from them than anybody. Like, oh, how are you? But anyway, I'm glad you guys didn't go broke. So, you know, a lot of businesses when I have uh, business. The game starts... And I'm surprised that I'm rooting so hard for Denmark. So hard. And I just, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It's the underdog thing. It's my, my you know, just an affinity. My, I've, I just, I was rooting for Denmark so hard. 
And when Domsgaard scored the best free kick of the tournament, because it's the only free kick that's gone in, I was feeling really good. And <clears throat> then there's an own goal, an own goal where Raheem Sterling threw himself in the air like he was fouled. It didn't matter because it went off uh, Simon Char. And so it was a goal. But the thing was, um, in extra time, Raheem Sterling dove. And VAR showed that he was never touched. And people who were showing still pictures, he's halfway down on the ground when Struger Larson's knee sort of scrapes against the side of his leg. Arsene Wenger said after the game, I don't know how you can call that a penalty. Why doesn't VAR work? Kasper Schmeichel takes up to uh, you know, uh, stop the penalty from Harry Kane. And he's getting a laser pointed in his eye. By the way, the... Uh, the English FA was charged by UEFA today for not only pointing the laser at Kasper Schmeichel, but for booing the Danish national anthem. I know all about that because I saw England v. Turkey at the old Wembley, the old Twin Peaks. And that was back in 1991. And it said, ladies and gentlemen, please respect the national anthem of Turkey. And it came on and <laughs> boo, boo. I was like, wow, I never heard that before. So... um, Harry Kane takes a penalty, it's saved, it bounces back to him, he puts it in. And everyone's celebrating, and I thought, an own goal and a dive. And I I felt flat, I felt sick, I've waited my whole life for England to be in a final. And there's just, I don't know what it is, as I've gotten older, there's just an overwhelming sense of fairness that I have in sports now, that I don't want my team to win when they cheat. And, look, England had way more talent, they probably were going to win, but we were 10 minutes away from penalty kicks. And at that point, all bets are off. And England sucks at penalty kicks. So I thought that the Danes had a real chance there to go through. So everyone's celebrating, and everyone's like, woo-hoo-hoo. But the whole world saw Raheem Sterling dive. I I hated that guy before. Now I really hate him. And uh, Denmark is up in arms, completely furious. But I'm so sour on England now after he cheated. Obviously on Sunday, that's all going to go away, and I'm going to see the Azuri in the blue kit, and I'm going to see Harry Kane, and I'm going to root for England wholeheartedly. But at what price success? You know? And everyone's just going crazy, and I was talking to my friends, and they're like, oh, you must be over the moon. I'm like, I feel sick. I'm not excited at all. It's just such highway robbery when a guy dives like that. And he has and the reason I hated him before the game is he has a history of diving. And I don't understand that VAR can't catch it. But and they didn't even ask the referee to look at the screen himself, was what they usually do. So I don't know. I I'm not saying it was fixed. I don't think the referee was on the take. I really don't. It's just a shame that England's in a final and I feel kind of sour about it. I don't know. It's just me. No one else in England gives a damn right now. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. Don't fear larger, more established competitors. Remember, you're introducing new products into the market because there is a need for them. You have something that your competition lacks. Many older companies are still hesitant or unwilling to shift their businesses online, leaving the door open for small businesses to win their customers and capture market share at a fraction of the cost. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today come on you watch the news be prepared to pay more taxes then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years get ready the irs the largest collection agency in the world will be coming after you with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to hey they can freeze your bank account your passport even padlock your business oh good times look if the irs claims you owe them five thousand or more in back taxes and they're coming after you don't panic call my friends at get a tax lawyer first Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. (laughs) We all have our idiosyncrasies. wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is that all about? That sounds, uh, well, that sounds just bad. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on, get in. Come on back. Breaker, breaker. Breaker, breaker, number nine. Um, 
we have finally found, by the way, it's a good segue. Um, we have finally found out what the uh, final word is on the Olympics when it comes to fans. And remember, it was, uh, well, there'll be limited fans and it will, you have to be on the special list. And it's like, no, 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 actually no foreigners whatsoever. Really? Yeah, no foreigners whatsoever. And uh, then they said, actually, we're going to probably go like at half speed. And then uh, finally, they just said today, no fans. No fans. And uh, that's because the uh, premier of the nation of Japan has called out a state of emergency, which will run from July 12th to August 22nd, which spans the entire time that the Olympics will be in Japan. They begin on the 23rd and they end closing ceremonies on the 8th. Are they still going to have opening ceremonies? Are people are going to walk through and wave and wave and wave? And then um, <laughs> to no one? I don't know. Um, but I just, uh, you know, one way or another, they're going to have some Olympics. And uh, there's just not going to be any fans there. Um. Apparently that if they canceled the Olympics, I heard that there would be a loss of some $5 billion. So you could say you only care about the money. Uh, I wouldn't say you only care about the money. I would just say you care about the money. And is does that make them evil? And uh, I don't think so. I don't think that makes anybody evil because they're trying to get it in. I mean, if the if the athletes were really in danger, then I would say, yeah, that's that's not good. If the athletes were under any situation, whereas you would say uh, they're under a real threat here. I mean, we had this in Rio with the Zika virus. You remember that? And they actually said that there's a possibility if you are a young woman, you could become sterilized uh, by having the Zika virus. And uh, that's, uh, that's not a, a easy thing to grasp. And so um, a lot of the, uh, you know, the USOC said, we're going to take care of our athletes. The IOC said, we're going to take care of everyone. Um, as far as I know, it went all right, but still, that's something that is super scary as well, right? And so, uh, anyway, Tokyo reported yesterday 920 new COVID-19 cases. And the week before that, they reported 714. So, um, in one week, it's gone up uh, 200 and um, the prime minister there, Yoshihide Suga, said, taking into consideration the effect of coronavirus variants and not to let the infection spread again to the rest of the nation, we need to strengthen our countermeasures. Given the situation, we will issue a state of emergency for Tokyo. And 
currently about 15% of the Japanese population is vaccinated. And I, I find it very interesting, too, that, like, if you would ask me what country would be vaxxed first, I would have had probably Japan high up on the list. I, I really would. I would have had them up there just to think that, uh, I mean, there's such a, you know, rich, filthy, rich country like the U.S. is. And I would have thought they would have uh, rolled that out. 1-800-878-PLAY. Now, there is one thing that the IOC um, has announced, just as a reminder, um, that they will allow mothers who are nursing babies, athletes, not just mothers, but athletes who are nursing babies, to bring the baby. And um, if you think about, well, how... Who the heck is that? Well, there's a Canadian basketball player named Kim Goucher, and she has a three-month-old baby daughter named Sophie, and she's still breastfeeding. And they said the uh, the original choice was 28 days without your kid or no Olympics. And she wasn't happy about that, as you can understand. And so now the IOC said, quote, we very much welcome the fact that so many mothers are able to continue to compete at the highest level, including at the Olympic Games. We are very pleased to announce the Tokyo 22 Organizing Committee has found a special solution regarding the entry to Japan for mothers who are breastfeeding their uh, children. Now, Goucher made a public plea on Instagram before this to try to affect a change in policy. And in making her argument, Goucher pointed out to the uh, ridiculous nature of why she couldn't bring her baby when media sponsors and, and other people can come. And you think about it in the long run, who's at risk here? You would think more than anything, it would be the baby, not the nation of Japan. So they made the right call, I believe. Goucher said, I'm incredibly happy and thankful for all the people who fought for this and helped out with this. There can be moments of frustration, but I think women's sports is evolving, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time for everyone to get on the same page. I'm happy that this decision has been made, the right decision for women's sports, and we can move forward. Goucher, by the way, 37 years old, and uh, this is her uh, third Olympics, uh, by the way. So, you know, as I've looked, you know, we I've talked to so many. I, I've interviewed more Olympians than anybody not named Bob Costas, and I'm serious. And I think about the storylines we've just been talking about in the last couple weeks. You know, the Team USA basketball, the... Shakari Richardson situation, Jessica Springsteen, some of the other things, um, you know, people who've been skipping. Um, you know, we heard Serena was going to skip the Olympics. But this all comes back to, and by the way, we are going to talk some hockey at around 11.15 with uh, Sal Berry. Uh, Sal Berry is with uh, PuckChunk.com as one of the in my opinion, if you're in French Canada, you don't think this or 
the uh, Northern Florida, but one one of the more boring Stanley Cup finals is now at an end. Congratulations, back to back champs, title town Tampa, right? Um, but um, with the Tokyo Olympics uh, coming up, Gary Bettman, the commissioner of the NHL, who was at the finals, obviously, he was asked about NHL players going to the Winter Games, uh, which, by the way, will be in Beijing. And and this is the other thing: can we can we share the wealth? How does Beijing? <laughs> Get a um, how does Beijing get a uh, summer games and then get a winter games so quickly behind it? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But uh, Gary Bettman was asked, "Hey, hey, hey, Fat Albert, what do you think?" And he said, "Quote: We have real concerns about whether or not it's sensible to be participating. We've already passed the time that we hope." this would be resolved. We'll just deal with it just as we've managed to be agile and flexible over the last 15 months, but we're getting to be on a rather short time frame because this can't go on indefinitely. End quote. Now, what is the time frame? Well, the league is going to be releasing its uh, schedule next season before the draft. The draft is coming up on the 23rd of this month. And if players are going to be allowed to play in the 2022 Olympics, the NHL has to build in a break. But even outside of scheduling, as he said, outstanding issues, what was that? Well, he said health questions. Well, uh, Bill Daly, who's been the deputy commissioner for a long time, he said there's a lot of uncertainty and unknowns that we're trying to grapple with, and that takes time. Well, the last Winter Olympics, as we know, were in Pyeongchang, South Korea and the NHL skipped that, but they had participated in five consecutive Olympics prior to that. And I used to think that having the NHL in the Olympics was stupid because I was so in love with, you know, Lake Placid and the Miracle on Ice team. But then when we had USA Canada in the final and Zach Parise hit that goal um, to send it to overtime you know, I was I was flying off the walls. I absolutely loved it. Now, of course, you also have Nagano, where Jeremy Roenick destroyed his hotel room when the USA stunk. So there are pros and cons to this whole thing. Um, as I said, I don't need to have the the NHL in the Olympics, and and in fact, I think it's rather kind of dumb. And you say, well, we have it in hoop. Yeah, you know what? I think it's kind of dumb to have it in hoop, too. I don't know. I, 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 I don't stay up at night one way or the other moaning and groaning about having professional athletes because you remember the Barcelona Dream Team and you get a lot of great moments one way or the other, but I don't know. It's just probably because I was so wired into amateurs being the Olympics and you know seeing these Olympic teams with our best college players. I always thought that was much more exciting, but... Now and now again, uh, in the in the era of one and done, I don't even know who the college players are, <laughs> you know, outside of five or six guys. So anyway, Gary Bettman is basically saying, uh, I think he's 
what he's doing. He's just preparing everyone for, yeah, we're, we're not going. And what happens when you build in a break? Uh, you don't play hockey. What happens when you don't play hockey? You don't get any money. Aha. What's it all about, Alfie? Well, it's about money, ain't it? All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll come on back on Byline. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful, Successful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
She must have met 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Clown me? Well, that's messed up. All right, we have another two hours to go. We have an author, we have another writer-director, and, uh, of course, uh, Sal Barry will talk about the Stanley Cup Finals. As we put a bow on hockey season, I thought it was funny, not ha-ha, but funny, oh, geez, Louise, that yesterday when uh, Charlie called from Manhattan, he said, what's the deal with Trevor Rosenthal? Is he going to pitch? Is he out for the season? And I said, uh, by the way, a former all-star closer that the A sign of the offseason. And then in camp he said, ooh, ooh, my arm. And he's been out the first half, but they said he'll be back ready to go after the all-star break. And I said, that'll be like a great trade deadline pickup. And then a couple hours after the show, Trevor Rosenthal to undergo season-ending hip surgery. Oh. So, uh, no, you called it, Charlie. Out for the season. <laughs> Out for the season. Yeah, that uh, that's a shame. And um, some people might say, uh, you're stealing money. Look, if an athlete is hurt, he's never stealing money. The athlete wants to play. The athlete does not want to not play and that sucks for him and it sucks for the Oakland A's as well because they really could have used him yeah they could have used him but uh yeah he's out for the season uh trade deadline coming up are you in it are you not in it teams looking in the mirror I think we're in it say most of the teams all right I'm Rick Tuttle we got another two hours come on back on byline USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A falling tree killed a person in Florida as Tropical Storm Elsa moved through Wednesday, and 11 people were injured in Georgia when a suspected tornado touched down at a submarine base. Almost all of the injuries at Naval Submarine Base Kings Bay were classified as condition green, meaning not life-threatening. The storm continues up the I-95 corridor today with 45-mile-an-hour winds and heavy rain. The mayor of Miami-Dade in Florida told reporters on Wednesday that emergency crews that have been working around the clock to find survivors in the Surfside building collapse have refused to leave the site despite being told they could go home. The site is now in recovery mode. 
Wisconsin's governor, Democrat Tony Evers, this month vetoed legislation that would restrict county clerks and the state election commission from accepting private funding for administering elections. He said he vetoed the bill because he objects to restrictions on local governments potentially using supplemental funding for election administrations. USA Radio News. Donald Trump is back with his Save America rallies, and Newsmax TV is covering them live. All other major cable networks won't carry them, but Newsmax will. Newsmax is fast becoming the number one choice for Americans who want to hear from President Trump. Newsmax is real news you can trust. You can get it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Newsmax even has a free app for your smartphone. So stay informed about Trump's rallies and big announcements by going to Newsmax.com and watching Newsmax. TV. And make sure you sign up for Newsmax's Trump list. Get the latest on President Trump and his 2024 plans directly on your cell phone. Just text the word REMIND to 39747. That's REMIND to 39747. Help us take back America. Join the Trump list on Newsmax by texting REMIND to 39747. Big news is about to happen. Be the first to know with Newsmax. Send REMIND to 39747 now. The coronavirus worldwide surpasses a grim milestone Wednesday. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The global death toll from COVID-19 has passed 4 million, according to new data from Johns Hopkins University. The U.S. leads the world with a little more than 600,000 deaths, followed by India and Brazil. The grim milestone coming as cases and deaths have fallen off in the U.S. and Europe, but are rising in other areas, like Indonesia, where vaccination rates remain low, and variants like the Delta strain are spreading quickly. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The Tampa Bay Lightning in the National Hockey League are this year's Stanley Cup winners. Lightning strikes twice! The Tampa Bay Lightning win their second straight Stanley Cup! Tampa Bay beat the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 in Game 5 on NBC to take the Cup home for the second time in two years. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Mexican officials have contacted lawmakers in Washington to lift travel restrictions between the two countries, saying there is no longer a need for the restrictions. Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council on Fox News, says the Biden administration is the cause of the crisis and removing Title 42 would be disastrous. Well, the first thing that we have to understand is the Biden administration, they know that they are the, the cause of the current border crisis. They won't publicly admit it, but they know that their actions have caused uh, the unprecedented surge that we're seeing right now. So if they were to end Title 42, they also recognize that that will encourage more people to cross our borders illegally, um, and that will strain our resources even further, the resources that we just don't have right now to properly protect our border. They want to re-up, they want to open up the ports of entry to non-essential travel, but if they were to do that, they're just going to invite more illegal immigration to take place. We want to do the best job that we possibly can. We know that we can, we can patrol the border, but we have to have the policies that are going to allow us to properly go after the criminal cartels, to go after the organizations that are bringing so many people into the United States. And, if, and we just don't have the resources right now 
now. When you start a shift with 40% of your personnel already in processing, and then by the end of the shift, you've got 50% of your personnel in processing, we just don't have enough people on the border to actually go after the criminal cartels and to cut into uh, the human trafficking that is taking place. My name is Lance Pry, and this is USA Radio News. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Get in and get heard. Wells Fargo announced it's shutting all personal lines of credit. So if you have a Wells Fargo account, you might want to get down to your ATM. Rick Tiller with you. We got another couple hours. The NBA uh, yesterday revealed its uh, new logo for the 75th anniversary next year. It was June 6th, 1946. Remember, that's two years to the day after D-Day that the what we called the Basketball Association of America, the NBA, what would become the NBA, was born. And it tipped off between... Uh, Dominic, I'll give you $1,000 if you can tell me who the Knicks played in the first NBA game ever. The, uh, the, the 76ers. Toronto Huskies. That's why I'd give you $1,000, because I never heard of them either. But they've given out, they've uh, revealed a logo that everyone's going to wear. And it's home plate with the Jerry West logo on it. And then it says 75. So uh, living in the black, um, just inside, catching the inside corner, framing pitches nicely. I don't really get home plate. <laughs> Why? Why would it be that exact same shape? And uh, I don't know, but it says this new logo will appear throughout the 2021-22 season on courts and official NBA merchandise inside arenas and in broadcast, digital, and original social media content. By the way, that Jerry West silhouette, 1969. A lot of people think it should be Kobe now. 
But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a logo for 75 years, of course. It's just hilarious that it's shaped exactly like home plate. Don't ask me. I just work here. All right. Uh, we've got another two hours. Lines are available. 1-800-878-PLAY. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. We have goat yoga lattes coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go away? At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Couldn't get any better. But it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Uh, it's also great to welcome to the show author Earl Swift. He has a, a new book, uh, which is uh, brand new right now. It's called Across the Airless Wilds, The Lunar Rover and the Triumph of the Final Moon Landings. Earl, welcome to the program. And it's interesting because I, I think about when I was a kid and I was born in 1965 and you know, my brothers and I, we had a, uh, a Snoopy that drove the Lunar Rover, and we just thought it was the coolest thing. But in a way, it's kind of a forgotten piece of technology that uh, that really was uh, should be, I don't know, more respected, I would say. What do you think? Well, Rick, uh, thanks for having me. I, I think that, you know, the, the missions on which the rover appeared, the last three of the Apollo program, um, have themselves been overlooked largely. Uh, mm-hmm. They've they've dimmed in the shadow cast by Apollo 11, the first moon landing. And the fact is that those last three missions, thanks to the presence of the rover and the mobility that it gave the astronauts, were completely different kinds of missions. They were quantum leaps above the, the early missions in terms of the science that could be conducted, the range of the exploration, the whole swashbuckling nature of, of what astronauts were able to do on the lunar surface. Yeah, you think about you know what Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin did they they basically explored about the size of a backyard right yeah all of their wanderings would fit well inside of a football field with lots of lots of yardage to spare the uh, the farthest either of them ventured from the lunar module was about 65 yards and then you contrast that with Apollo 17 the last mission and those guys drove 22 miles plus and at one point we're very close to five miles away from their their lunar module and completely out of sight of it. So these guys had flown a quarter million miles to the man in the moon's left eye, landed at its edge, stepped out of their spaceship, unfolded and climbed into what amounted to a 1969 General Motors product and then drove across the most hostile environment you can imagine to uh, to a point where they could not see their one way home. And that's uh, that's mind-boggling to me. <laughs> it is, and I remember as a little kid because I naively thought that we would just have Apollos going up every year. And after Apollo seventeen, everyone knew that was it. And I think, in a way, the the rover was almost like people said, "Well, what are we doing now? We're golfing. We're driving around. We're just screwing around. It's a waste of money at this point." And I'm like, "That the it's almost like the the rover was like a negative," which is yeah, which is bizarre. Uh, you know, the, if if you look at the six missions to the moon, the first three on foot were indeed pretty limited in what they were able to accomplish. Uh, to move around inside of a spaceship or a spacesuit rather was was tough work. I mean, imagine basically wearing 20 raincoats on, you know, one on top of the next, and then pumping that heavy garment full, you know, full of air to the stiffness of an all-season radial and trying to move around in it. You're wearing a helmet in which you can't see your own feet. You are, you know, on top of everything else, experiencing the weirdness of one-sixth gravity, and, and you know, the it was it was a taxing. Uh, undertaking to just to simply move from one point to another in short distances. So 
you know, very quickly the astronauts would, uh, their metabolic rates would come up. They burn through the air and the cooling water in their backpacks and, uh, they weren't able to stay outside long. And, and not, not only were they limited in range, but they were limited in time. Then the rover came along and, uh, and transformed the missions. Now the, the astronauts could, could travel great distances without taxing themselves. They had plenty of air and cooling water left in their packs to get real science done. And they were able to, uh, to really uh, visit parts of the moon that would have been impossible to take advantage of had they not had that little folding electric car with them. That's what I was going to say. You say folding, and, and we know that they didn't have payloads like the, the space shuttle. It's amazing that they could even fit that thing and get it out there and not spend, you know, a month uh, assembling it. Now, I'm going to ask you a really naive question. Did they all use the same rover, and they go, it's parked over here, here are my keys, or did they have to bring their, their own rover the last three? <laughs> they, they each had to bring their own rover. So they landed in very different parts of the moon, mm-hmm. the, the last three missions. And so they, uh, they left the rovers where they were at the end of the missions. In fact, the rovers had a remote-controlled TV camera on their front bumpers, and uh, that enabled uh, the astronauts to film their own takeoff from the moon. You recall that you, know, mm-hmm. you could watch watch the the upper stage of the lunar module shoot off the screen on those last three missions, and it's because the the rover's TV camera was controlled from Mission Control in Houston. Um, it's um, you know it's an expensive undertaking considering these were one use cars. They they were driven three times in each mission. Um, they covered a lot of ground. I mean, uh, Apollo 15, the, the astronauts drove more than 17 miles, and 16 they drove about 16 and a half, and then on 17, they drove 22 miles. Um, but, you know, for $13 million a pop in 1970, that, that was uh, a pretty steep, um, it was advertised at the time by the press as the most expensive car in history. Here's a second naive question. Can we see any of the three from Earth? From Earth, No. But NASA has an orbiter going around the moon. It's been going around for about a dozen years, photographing and, and monitoring various aspects of the, the lunar environment. And its cameras are extremely high resolution. And, and in 1911, the orbiter was pulled into a really tight orbit around the moon and flown over the old Apollo landing sites. And you can see the rovers plain as day in those photos, which are available online. And... Um, not only that, but you can see their tire tracks, and you can follow those tracks uh, through all their explorations, which is uh, terrifying in a way to to look at because you really get a good sense when you when you zoom in that close on on the moon surface uh, as to just how hostile an environment it was. I mean, these what? guys were, I mean, they were, you know, they were driving around in in uh, temperatures that swung from minus 250 to plus 250 Fahrenheit. They were subject to a constant bombardment of cosmic radiation and micrometeorites that were the size of grains of sand, but they were, they were moving faster than bullets, so they could do some damage. And, um, you know, they, they, the big thing was there was no air. They were, they were operating in a, in a hard vacuum so that a small tear in their spacesuits would kill them within seconds. Wow, I didn't know it got that hot. Last question for you, and this is uh, dumb question number three. Make it a trifecta. 
Can you, is, is it possible to go up there with like a fresh battery or fuel source and start her up, so to speak? Or are these things like, you know, the, the ruins of the Titanic, they're completely dilapidated and destroyed? That's a great question. And it's one that I asked the engineers who, who built the rover. And it's, uh, you get some debate on it. I mean, there are some who feel that you could put you know, a fresh battery in and maybe get the thing to to start up. But realistically speaking, uh, you know, the, the freeze-thaw cycle, the extremes of temperatures have, have probably made the aluminum that comprises most of the rubber pretty brittle at this point. No one knows what the effects of, of radiation and, and micrometeorites would be. Um, I think there's great interest in getting up there and having a look and and seeing just what kind of shape they're in because we really can't get close enough right now to to make that call. Very cool. We've been speaking with best-selling author Earl Swift and his latest effort is Across the Airless Wilds, the Lunar Rover and the Triumph of the Final Moon Landings, concentrating on that rover for Apollo's 1516 and 17. Earl, really cool book. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. Congratulations. And uh, let, let's catch up again down the road. Rick, thank you so much. All right. Pleasure. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle, and we got a open segment on the other side. Come on in at 1 800 878 7529. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. One million dollars of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 
That's 800-760-1845. Matthew. Huh? It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you. By the way, let me let me just throw these uh, six names at you. Dave Scott, Jim Irwin, Charles Duke, John Young, Jack Schmidt, Gene Cernan. Does it mean anything to you? The last one, that's what got me. I know who Gene Cernan is. He was an astronaut. So the other seven guys, or sorry, the other five guys were astronauts. Scott and Irwin were the Apollo 15 guys that were driving around. Duke and Young, 16, Cernan and and, uh, Schmidt were 17. Remember, there's always the guy who has to stay... um, in the ship that's, uh, whatever they call it, the land. No, the thing that's going around the moon so you can blast back off and get back home, hook back up, so to speak. And um, I likened that one time to what it's like being working in sports broadcasting. You know, the access we get, the you know, free admission, talking to athletes, being on the sidelines, being in the locker rooms, you know, getting on TV ourselves, whatever it is. I always think we're like, you know, like uh, Michael Collins. We're not on the moon, but we're about as close as it gets. We didn't actually get to walk on it, but we have a bird's eye view of the other guys walking on it. Rick, that's so poignant. Let me let me write that down. 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Uh, email bag, rick at sportsbyline.com. Email bag. This one is from uh, Jeremy, 
And uh, Jeremy says, uh, Rick, a uh, big Warrior fan, why didn't we trade Ubre when we had the chance? Well, uh, that's interesting. Um, it's funny, I was listening to Sam Morrill and Stavros Halkius, who do a show called Pod Don't Lie. Basically, they're two Knicks fans who just yell at each other and Sam will say, you Greek piece of ass, and then Stavros will say, you Jewish piece of ass. That's basically what they do back and forth the whole time. It's very New York. I'll never forget when I was in London, and I used to like going to the donor kebab, or as we would call them, getting euros, and we say kebab. But uh, one time I was going down to the donor kebab to get a euro, and my friend said, uh, be careful, you know, the Greeks aren't a very hygienic race. <laughs> the Greek race. They're so filthy. They're not a very hygienic race. That's great. That's Europe in a nutshell. But anyway, Kelly Oubre Jr., don't get him confused with his more famous dad, who was a six-time MVP. He came to the Warriors as the sort of the axe in the break-in-case-of-emergency thing because he was not going to save everything but when clay tore his achilles uh before the opening of camp they thought well he can salvage at least a starting lineup for us and it didn't really work out because Ubre became the first player in the history of the nba to go for for his uh, 0 for 11 from three no one had ever started a season that bad but that's two games but at the end of his first month, he was averaging 12 points a game, and he was shooting 22% from three. That's one out of five, folks, more or less. And look, he did have some really good moments. Very athletic, very good defender when he was into it, which was most of the time. When he was on the court, they always do that points per 100 possessions, and the Warriors were a minus five with him out there. But remember, they, uh, you know, when James Wiseman was out there, not great. But still, as the season wore on, it became increasingly clear that Oubre just didn't really fit in, and he seemed lost at times. You know, Steve Kerr moves the ball around a la... Popovich and um, you think about the, his previous team I mean he probably wish he was still with his previous team but there were a lot of times that um, the Warriors thought I don't know if they told him you're hurt or not but he missed 15 of the final 20 games and the Warriors were 12 and 3 in those games so he's a free agent and Steve Kerr has made it clear that if Oubre comes back, he's not starting. I mean, maybe he would start until Clay was 100%. I, I don't know. But on more than one occasion, Oubre has made it clear that he is not a backup. And he was speaking to Chris Haynes at Yahoo and said, I don't even want to speak an elaborate on much on that situation, but I'll tell you that it put fire in my heart. It added fuel to the fire. Being 25 years old, 
the way that my career has been shaping out, the growth that I've shown in my career to go from the 15th pick to continuously have my numbers grow each and every year and my role and opportunity on the team to grow each and every year, to have a year where my opportunity is lessened, and then as the year goes on, I'm put into this category of trying to shape out the future of the organization when I haven't been given a fair opportunity to show what I can do on a larger scale. Yeah, it's unfair. I think it's interesting to hear Ubre say he wasn't given a fair opportunity to show what he can do when he started most of the season. When he was playing very poorly, he got over a half hour a game. His usage rate was the same as it was in Phoenix when he was really good the year before. He only took one fewer shot per game in San Francisco than he did in Phoenix. He was playing next to Steph Curry, who in theory should have given him more space than he had or ever will. But Oubre never figured out how to play with Curry. And that impromptu off-ball movement, it requires everyone to be on their toes and everyone to be maybe not as equally instinctual as Curry. But if you're not catching the ball and shooting, you're moving or you're screening. And I think Oubre just got in the way a lot of times because his shot selection was awful. But the aggressive defense was working for him. And that's why he's now looking for a multi-year deal in the vicinity of $20 million. Is anybody going to give him that money? The Knicks are interested, the Spurs, the Heat, the Mavs. I mentioned Sam Morrell. He said Kelly Oubre is the best-looking guy in the league, and he'll go crazy with the Manhattan supermodels. But, I mean, the Warriors basically for the last five years have been buried under a mountain of luxury tax. And I think the Warriors will let this guy walk. So if the Warriors are going to let him walk, then I'm back with you, Jeremy. Why didn't they trade him rather than potentially losing a guy that could end up costing them north of 70 million when the tax bills are finalized? Yeah. 70 million. Well, the, the answer I think is very simple. And that is, They got garbage offers. And the Warriors thought they were going to the playoffs. And Oubre could definitely help at some point. But for what it's worth, Oubre's agent told the Bay Area News Group that that there are conflicting reports about him not liking him being on the bench. And he says that they're on the same page and the Warriors want him back. Well, I, I don't... I think it's a disaster to bring Kelly Oubre back, but as I, you know, I was just saying, they don't have a lot of money. I think they could do a sign and trade if anybody wanted him, but we'll see what happens. But if if Oubre says four years, eighty mil, no, and you don't give Oubre four years, eighty mil to miss out on the playoffs again. He he's not a twenty million a year player. Now you could look around and say there are guys worse than him that are making more than that. So, yeah, I mean, he could definitely say that. <laughs> but the, then on the other hand, um, it's, just, it's just one of those cases where it didn't work out. I got nothing against the guy. It just didn't really work out. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back.
It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. 
Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Lines are available if you would like to be a part of the show, and uh, we are here for you. This is this is how we get you. We're here for you, and we get in, and we get heard, and all that type of great stuff. Uh, we're waiting on our guests, and uh, when we get them, we will definitely uh, throw them on the air, talk about uh, their uh, new movie, which uh, is called uh, River, and we'll get to that. But uh, one little note from the legal docket. You know how in this country uh, you think about the Trevor Bauer situation and the Ray Rice and all these other things that have gone down? Well, Angel Cabrera, professional golfer, was sentenced yesterday to two years in prison down in Buenos Aires, La Argentina. Uh, we'll get back to that in a second, but uh, let's get to our guests. And um, we are waiting on uh, actress Mary Cameron Rogers. We do have writer-director Emily Skye with us. The new movie is a sci-fi thriller called River, and it is opening through Gravitas Ventures Video On Demand July 13th. Uh, Emily, thanks for coming on the show. Writer-director, when you wear both of those hats, I, I would think in, in, in some ways it's a dream come true, but in other ways you didn't have time to breathe during this whole process, did you? And Emily's not there? We don't have Emily. Okay. Back to a guy going to prison. <laughs> Angel Cabrera was sentenced to two years in prison um, after a uh, Buenos Aires uh, jury found him guilty on assault charges on his ex-wife. He has denied all wrongdoing, but he has to serve the sentence immediately. He won the U.S. Open in twenty uh, in two thousand seven at Oakmont, and more uh, famously, he won the Masters in two thousand nine. But he was convicted on charges that he assaulted, threatened, and harassed Cecilia Torres Mana between 2016 and 2018. He faces a total of six other domestic violence-related charges, and at least one other former partner is alleging that he committed similar behavior, according to Reuters. So I don't know if he was on the lam in Brazil. <clears throat> and remember, Brazil is close to Argentina, but uh, he was arrested in Brazil and went extradited to Argentina to stand trial. And this is uh, after he went to the United States last summer while under investigation from Argentine uh, authorities. But they said 51 years old and that win at the U.S. Open in 2007 was one stroke over Tiger Woods. The 2009 Masters came in a playoff over Chad Campbell and uh, Kenny Perry. You might remember his sudden death playoff loss in the 2013 Masters to Adam Scott. Four holes in overtime. All right. Um, we are quite happy to uh, have our guests with us. The new movie is called River, a sci-fi thriller from Gravitas Ventures. It is available video on demand on July 13th. And we have writer-director Emily Skye and actress Mary Cameron Rogers. Emily, let's start with you. As a writer and a director... I would imagine this is a dream come true to have that much control, uh, but it's a double-edged sword because this is your baby, isn't it? It is. It is my baby, and so it's 
it's a whole other kind of like it just opens so many so many emotions you know you, you they prep you for you know how to raise money you know how to prep your film and filming and editing and you know even selling the film but then no one ever prepares you for how it feels right before your film goes live like no no one could ever prepare me for this moment and i've just been on this own roller coaster of what the hell am i doing <laughs> but it's uh, it's exciting and it's nerve-wracking all at the same time but i feel very very grateful that i got to do this with a team that I love so much and that I stand behind it. You know, I stand behind the choices we made together and here we are talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Mary, you know, as, as Emily said, the choices we made together, was she the type of director? I mean, I guess she just said she looked for your input from the actors as well. Hi guys. Yes. I actually have been working with Emily Sky for a little over seven years So when we first shot the little teaser over FaceTime and then, you know, connected it to the doing the short and then filming the feature, we both really knew what we wanted our visions to come to life with within the story of River. And so we definitely were on the same page throughout from the very, very beginning. So, Emily, what's it like when, as you said, you're proud of what you've done, but on the other hand, um, I know that sometimes directors will lament the, the, the part that they cut out or maybe the part that they left in. Is it a per- certain point that you just have to kind of like just wash your hands and say, hey, this is the best I could do and I'm going to love it? I think as any filmmaker or any artist, period, we're our own worst critics. You know, I don't think there's anybody, all the filmmakers I know at least, we look at our work and we're like, oh God, you know, like I can never <laughs> watch this again. You know, it's, you get to that point, and especially when you're editing and you see it every day, every moment, you know, and it's just like, it hits you. But at the end of the day, what I'm really learning as a filmmaker is that you learn and grow on every project that you do, and you take away from that, and you change every single project you go into. You just change a little bit more and more and more, and I, I have to stand behind, you know, the choices that we made, and as any artist, Yes, we always look at our work and we're like, oh, God, I could have done this or that, you know, but it's just that's how we are. That's how the industry is. This is how it is putting out your project. It's, you're putting your soul out there and for the world to see and it's out of your hands now and it's in the hands of the audience. And you just got to you just got to go with the flow. And I just take this whole experience is that, you know what, we did this out of love and passion and we did it during a pandemic and I'm super proud of what we all did together. But will I always be 100% happy with everything I do? No, <laughs> never. You know, you know? <laughs> right. Well, Mary, that's the thing, too. As Emily said, the, during the pandemic, you know, I've been speaking to a lot of filmmakers who, you know, made a movie in 2017 and they, you know, they posted, they edited it in 2019. They're ready to have the big premiere and then they had to sit on it for a year so uh, for you as a working actress how has it been these last you know 15 16 months well our turnaround with from the short to the feature was very quick so for that as an actor i was overwhelmed but more overwhelmingly excited because we were so engulfed into this story. And, you know, it's a dream come true to be able to win all of these incredible awards from these amazing festivals. So with that being said, it really set us on another level of, you know, we felt so encouraged. We felt that we, 
you know, so many people loved this idea, this concept, and Emily's vision was, like, really coming to life. And I I can't tell you how much, you know, how, how much we were involved within every single day to prep for the feature. And that turnaround, it, it's fast because you never know what to expect. I mean, as an actor, you go through ups and downs all the time, and you don't know what's going to happen next. So you can't really get excited about something until you're on set, like in front of the camera, this is happening. And, you know, with that being said, during the pandemic and having that all around us, and it was a very small team. And, you know, with our COVID compliance officers, it was very safe for us um, with the team that we had. And we're very grateful for that experience. But it was so surreal. I mean, I'm kind of numb to it because I still can't believe we did all of that in such a short span of time. And Emily, I mean, when you write and direct something in your mind, you think, well, wouldn't it be great if I get this made? How surreal is it that, you know, Gravitas Ventures gives you this distribution like this? I mean, it, the whole the whole thing has just been a whirlwind. I never expected a month and a half after shooting the short film and then winning all these awards would we be getting ready to shoot a feature film because investors saw the short they really liked it and they reached out and they're like hey let's make this a feature i'm like i never i'm the one usually chasing money you know like hey please <laughs> please invest in my film you know and, and here they're coming at me like we believe in you emily and we want to make this and no one's making films right now let's do this together and i'm like what you know and 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 being the director writer and i i got to dp you know so i was right there the whole time with mary and the other actors and just everybody and it was just so magical to be able to do both because i i do both but at different times so to be able to to do them together on my directorial debut was just really magical and really being able to have the control of where the vision goes was just so magic i i could not have asked for a better investment team um, they gave me full, complete control and reins, and they just trusted and believed in all of us. And it was just, it was magic. And so when Gravitas, it, literally four months after we filmed River, we got, we, we sold to Gravitas. And uh, it was just mind-blowing. You know, like they, they watched the film in January, and then they sent me, they sent me an offer literally two days later after they watched it. And you know, we had offers from other distribution as well because they saw our short film on, you know, other festivals and it was out there. It's on dust and it's had over like a million views and all of these things. So people were watching it and viewing it. And so we were getting offers from so many amazing distribution companies. But at the end of the day, Gravitas really kind of got our vision and uh, we, we went with them. We think they're fantastic. They've been just it's been a great company to kind of be working with on our direct, like my directorial debut and Mary's, you know, film, like this is the whole experience. It's just been whirlwind and I'm just super grateful. And I just, if you were to ask me this last year, if we'd be right here, I would just, I don't even know if I'd believe it, you know, to be honest, you know? <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know? All right. Well, I want to make sure everybody gets the plot. Following her mother's death, River Allen finds herself spiraling out of control when she disappears for more than a week with no recollection of how she returned home. River loses all sense of self and purpose. Disturbing, nightmarish images haunt her mind, and she believes she has lost her grip on reality. It goes on. But uh, last question for you. Uh, Mary, you did your own stunts. Is that something that you wholeheartedly volunteered for? Yes, I did my own stunts, and I was so excited. I They asked me 
Would you like to do your own stunt? Or maybe I said, can I do my own stunt? (laughs) (laughs) One or the other, I was all in for it. I'm always game. I'm such a yes person. And I think doing my own stunt and in, you know, we filmed this in my hometown in North Carolina. It was such a special moment for me. And I wanted to embark on every single thing that River as a character was going through. So I was like, I'm there for it. I'm going to just trust myself and do whatever I can without breaking any of my bones. And we're going to do these stunts. So it was definitely a magical experience. Very cool. We've been speaking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. Um, writer, writer, director, Emily Skye has been our guest along with, uh, actress Mary Cameron Rogers. The film is a sci-fi thriller. It's called River. It is available on the 13th from Gravitas Ventures. Congratulations, you two. And, uh, hopefully we catch up down the road. Thank you so much Thank for having us. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome. We'll take a quick break and we'll come on back on Sports Pilot. an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick Pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. What kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, by the way, um, it's pretty interesting that we finally, finally have the final, <laughs> finally, final, the final, final. We have a uh, the eight-man field set for the home run derby. Shoei Otani, we knew about him. He's going to pitch in the game, too, and play DH. Pete Alonzo who uh, crushed uh, two years ago when we had it. Back to defend. Trevor Story, we knew about him. Uh, Trey Mancini, cancer survivor, great story. We knew about those four. And then Salvi Perez, before the weekend, said, I'm in too. Well, we still needed uh, three more guys. And we got him. Happy to say Matt Olson of my A's is in. That's the correct Matt, not the Chapman one they took a couple of years ago. Matt Olson is a home run hitter. Uh, Joey Gallo, who apparently has been feasting since spin rates have gone down. And Juan Soto, one of the best young stars in baseball, who will be out here in San Francisco. The Nationals are coming to town. If you want to get a look at that kid who was in the B- big leagues, not only at 19, but in the big leagues, raking at 19. So... It's pretty cool, um, pretty cool bunch, I have to say. And I'm, of course, more interested because Ole's in there. We will take a quick hard news break. Come on back. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. A falling tree killed a person in Florida as Tropical Storm Elsa moved through Wednesday, and 11 people were injured in Georgia when a suspected tornado touched down at a submarine base. 
Almost all of the injuries at Naval Submarine Base Kings Bay were classified as condition green, meaning not life-threatening. The storm continues up the I-95 corridor today with 45-mile-an-hour winds and heavy rain. The mayor of Miami-Dade in Florida told reporters on Wednesday that emergency crews that have been working around the clock to find survivors in the Surfside building collapse have refused to leave the site despite being told they could go home. The site is now in recovery mode. Wisconsin's governor, Democrat Tony Evers, this month vetoed legislation that would restrict county clerks and the state election commission from accepting private funding for administering elections. He said he vetoed the bill because he objects to restrictions on local governments potentially using supplemental funding for election administrations. USA Radio News. Donald Trump is back with his Save America rallies, and Newsmax TV is covering them live. All other major cable networks won't carry them, but Newsmax will. Newsmax is fast becoming the number one choice for Americans who want to hear from President Trump. Newsmax is real news you can trust. You can get it on all major cable systems and streaming platforms. Newsmax even has a free app for your smartphone. So stay informed about Trump's rallies and big announcements by going to Newsmax.com and watching Newsmax. TV. And make sure you sign up for Newsmax's Trump list. Get the latest on President Trump and his 2024 plans directly on your cell phone. Just text the word REMIND to 39747. That's REMIND to 39747. Help us take back America. Join the Trump list on Newsmax by texting REMIND to 39747. Big news is about to happen. Be the first to know with Newsmax. Send REMIND to 39747 now. The coronavirus worldwide surpasses a grim milestone Wednesday. Dan Rocky from the Ohio USA Radio News Bureau reports. The global death toll from COVID-19 has passed 4 million, according to new data from Johns Hopkins University. The U.S. leads the world with a little more than 600,000 deaths, followed by India and Brazil. The grim milestone coming as cases and deaths have fallen off in the U.S. and Europe, but are rising in other areas, like Indonesia, where vaccination rates remain low, and variants like the Delta strain are spreading quickly. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The Tampa Bay Lightning in the National Hockey League are this year's Stanley Cup winners. Lightning strikes twice! The Tampa Bay Lightning win their second straight Stanley Cup! Tampa Bay beat the Montreal Canadiens 1-0 in Game 5 on NBC to take the Cup home for the second time in two years. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Mexican officials have contacted lawmakers in Washington to lift travel restrictions between the two countries, saying there is no longer a need for the restrictions. Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council on Fox News, says the Biden administration is the cause of the crisis and removing Title 42 would be disastrous. Well, the first thing that we have to understand is the Biden administration, they know that they are the, the cause of the current border crisis. They won't publicly admit it, but they know that their actions have caused uh, the unprecedented surge that we're seeing right now. So if they were to end Title 42, they also recognize that that will encourage more people to cross our borders illegally um, and that will 
strain our resources even further, the resources that we just don't have right now to properly protect our border. They want to re-up, they want to open up the ports of entry to non-essential travel, but if they were to do that, they're just going to invite more illegal immigration to take place. We want to do the best job that we possibly can. We know that we can, we can patrol the border, but we have to have the policies that are going to allow us to properly go after the criminal cartels, to go after the organizations that are bringing so many people into the United States. And, if, and we just don't have the resources right now. When you start a shift with 40% of your personnel already in processing, and then by the end of the shift, you've got 50% of your personnel in processing, we just don't have enough people on the border to actually go after the criminal cartels and to cut into uh, the human trafficking that is taking place. My name is Lance Pry, and this is USA Radio News. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hello, hello, hello. We got another hour together. In fact, our friend Sal Barry, who uh, I like bringing in Sal because uh, he's hockey through and through, man. He is hockey through and through. And I've known a lot of those guys over the years, but uh, they're usually guys older than me. I like the fact that uh, Sal is a whippersnapper and he knows about hockey well he also knows about collectibles as well and his website puck junk you can go there as well and uh, check it out other than that open lines and uh, i'm gonna break down the nba finals as well as we do have one game under our belt and we have another one tonight and if you're on the east coast it doesn't begin till nine (laughs) o'clock what do you think of that yeah, I know. It's a bit weird. Um, but uh, some updates about what's going on. We do have uh, an injury situation, which is not good for Phoenix. Uh, cliffhanger. We'll talk about that as well. And uh, more NBA news. But uh, I want to hear from you. What's going on? 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard wherever you might happen to be listening all around the world. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app as well. 
they will stitch you up and get you in uh, that way. And um, CRN Digital Plus 2, that is the cable radio network channel too. That's on your cable provider. So if you have cable, probably in between the Bulgarian cooking channel and the Romanian home and gardening channel. But they are there 24-7. And uh, the surreal experience of watching me or listening to me talk to the TV. You can actually watch me talk, which is your dream come true. You go to twitch.tv and look for Sports Byline. There I am right there and uh, give me a little twitch. I thought it was Twitter. That's something else. All right. Well, what's the Switch? That's Nintendo. I'm so confused. I know. I almost am. Uh, emails Rick at sportsbyline.com. Streaming through sportsbyline.com. Twitter at Rick Tittle. Come on back. At Bowes Builders, demand is through the roof. To keep up, his business needs a stronger foundation. Cut the saw, right? Just one sec. Bowes Builders, this is Bow. This weekend? Yeah, we can do it. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living. And you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today.
Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. All right, uh, thank you for that. Hour three underway. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening, both home and abroad, American Forces Radio Network, around the world as well. It's always uh, great to bring in our buddy Sal Barry from puckjunk.com and at puckjunk on Twitter. He is a man with, uh, well, many talents, but two of them, of course, is his love and knowledge of the National Hockey League and also with collectibles as well. Sal, um, I don't mean to, I always hate it when hosts poo-poo things and say, ah, who cares? And I don't mean to say that, but I have to do say, outside of French Canada and maybe the Tampa Bay area, this wasn't a Stanley Cup Finals to set the world on fire, would you say? I would agree with you on that, uh, because we were all surprised that Montreal made it to the finals, and, you know, they had about as good of a of a showing as we all kind of expected. I mean, okay, they did they did win one of their home games. I picked Tampa Bay to win in six because I thought that Montreal wouldn't just fold like they pretty much did. So it did feel very anticlimactic. And I'll tell you this, and I didn't even realize this until this morning. After the game ended, I didn't switch over to NHL Network to watch the post-game celebration and the player interviews and stuff. I just, I, this was like the first time where I wasn't like, oh, I feel so great for these guys. I'm so happy for them. I mean, not because they won it last year, because they did. You know, I'm, I'm always, always love watching championship celebrations. I mean, I even watched when my Chicago Wolves lost to the Charlotte Checkers <laughs> in Chicago in 2019. And I watched them present the trophy and I applauded the opposing team. And I said, well, I wanted to see a championship and I did. Unfortunately, it was the other team that won it. But, for uh, last night, I didn't even I didn't even watch any of that. So um, it wasn't until this morning when my friend Tim was like, "Oh, you got to see uh, Nikita Kucherov post game uh, uh, Q and A session. It's it's hilarious, and and that was hilarious." But yeah, I just I just kind of tuned out after the game and, and did other things. Yeah, normally in all my bitterness, I I leave. But when the Sharks lost to the Penguins, I I did watch it because that was the first time I saw the. Cup, actually, Lord Stanley's Cup being lifted. By the way, as a, I used to show those Wolves games back in the day on Sports Channel. Do you remember a guy named Tim Breslin? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, sadly, he he passed away. Um, they actually, um, I believe they have a, a player award named after him now, the, the, the team does. But, yeah, Tim Breslin played for the Wolves, also played a bit for the Washington Capitals, I believe. Yes. How many people know a player from the Wolves? How about that, Sal? Well, I mean... I don't know. Breslin was a was it was a good uh, IHL guy. Yeah. Well, how do you know Tim Breslin? That's 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 random. Uh, the reason I knew him, I think he was the Wolves captain. But anyway, I used to show those games, especially when there was the San Francisco Spiders around. I was working on TV in the '90s, and his first name is my brother's first name, and then his last name is like one of my best friend's last names. So it was a very easy name to remember. Let us. Move on, though. Um, I think when you look at Tampa Bay, back-to-back now, the uh, ninth team to go back-to-back, of course they won it in 2004 as well. But 
I think if you you can go down the list of uh, great players and tactics and coaching and all that, but I think really what sums it up these last two re- last two years of of winning the cup is it was yesterday was the fifteenth consecutive playoff game where they followed up a loss with a win. They never got cold. If they ever lost, they just won the next night. Fifteen times in a row these last two years. Yeah, that is something else, and. Uh... I mean, it just shows how talented – well, it shows two things, how talented they are because they could quickly rebound from a loss, but also, again, what I said in the past, how balanced the league is, where, like, even if one team is a favored team, um, the other team can still win a game or two and, and force a series. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they Tampa Bay is next level. I mean, they got just so much talent. I know a lot of people were criticizing, and I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, about the fact that the Lightning were over the salary cap uh, in the playoffs because there's no salary cap in the playoffs and they had injured players. It was uh, Nikita Kucherov came back from injury after the end of the regular season. That put them over the cap. And everybody's like, oh, well, they're great because, you know, they're almost $18 million over the cap. But even still, I mean, Andre Vasilevsky, their goaltender, won uh, the MVP award. So, I mean, Yes, they their leading score did come in kind of under I don't say mysterious circumstances, but suspicious circumstances. Like why didn't he come back before the playoffs started? But I mean, when your goalie's the MVP, I mean, really that I think that that says everything. I mean, Montreal could not buy a goal. No, there's no doubt, especially losing one nothing. I mean, what are you going to do? And you're right, Vasilevsky. It's funny he's only 26. I thought he was. Much older, but let me let me throw this at you, and uh, it's uh, it's before your time, so I don't know if you're going to get it, and and I didn't remember it obviously because I was too young. Who was the last goaltender to play every game in net for back-to-back Stanley Cup champions? Oh come on, that's easy. That's Ken Dryden. Oh, it's easy. 1967-68. That's why I like it, Sal. Not only did you know, you knew it easily. Well, it would have been 70, uh, was that be 70, uh, 71 and 72 or something like that? 71 and, I forget. It was in the 70s, though. But I, I knew it was driving. All right, very good. So um, before we let you go, um, any updates in the collectible or NFT world going on? Uh, nothing that I could think of off the NFT uh, world. But I do want to talk a little bit about the National Sports Collectors Convention, which is coming up at the end of the month. Uh, Puck Junk will actually have a presence there. So my my site and my podcast, Puck Junk, will uh, have a booth there. Uh, I should be booth number uh, 1009, you know, a little bit of uh, advertisement if anybody's coming to the National. But what's really exciting about this is that they're completely sold out of five-day passes. And then they put out other, they put out more five-day passes that weren't VIP passes. They were just general admission. But they said, okay, you're coming all five days. We'll still 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 sell five-day passes, and those sold out, too. So, I mean, this show is going to have a crazy attendance. This is probably going to be the biggest show uh, since uh, maybe 1990 or 91. I mean, that this is how big card collecting has uh, become in the past year. On PuckChuck.com, um, you, I know you have a thing about the lost cards. And oh, yeah. You have the Christopher Letang um, what, what is it? Is it like kind of doing a puzzle of a thousand pieces and you find out that there's one missing? 
Well, I was going through, so that particular set, I was going through the cards, and I noticed that Evgeny Malkin had two cards in the set. I'm like, well, that doesn't make sense. So then I looked, and then I saw that Chris Letang was listed on the checklist, but they put Malkin in his place in Series 1, and then they had Malkin in Series 2. And I said, all right, well, that was a mistake. I actually contacted Upper Deck about that, and they just said, yeah, we screwed up. Sorry, it happens sometimes. So I just decided to make Chris Letang a a custom card because I thought that'd be kind of fun. <laughs> and also, um, I love your merch too, the Blades of Steel t shirt, because I had Blades of Steel and the first game that you could fight in. And, and normally in Blades of Steel, um, it would be the goalie deflecting like 75 shots like from the crease until finally it went in. But still, I, I did love that game. I, you know, I loved that game so much. And Rick, you will appreciate this. I'll have to send you a picture. But. My uh, The last men's league team that I played on, I was team captain, so I named the team Blades of Steel, and our jerseys were 91-92 Sharks jerseys, mm. the, the teal shark jerseys, but we had a pixelated hockey guy as our logo. And I, I can't believe my teammates let me get away with that, but they did. I mean, they were just like, all right, well, yeah, that's a cool logo. And, uh, yeah, so we were Blades of Steel, but we had Sharks jerseys with a pixelated hockey guy as our insignia. So are you, uh, now that you bring it up, are you between the pipes? Are you a blue liner? Are you a center? Are you a four? Are you a sniper, Sal? Well, I started playing hockey a little bit as a kid, and then I stopped because I was terrible, and then I started up again at 38, so now I'm old and slow. So I'm a defenseman. I'm a stay-at-home defenseman. I'm, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I'm like a Hal Gill, like a big, slow, although not tall, big as in wide, but uh, a big, slow-moving guy who blocks shots and just, you know, tries to move the puck ahead to the younger, faster guys in their 20s who want to skate circles around everyone else. That's that's my role. I know my role. I embrace my role. Have you ever, have you ever heard of the show? Uh, I think it was on the Sundance channel called Benders. Oh, yeah. I love that show. In, in fact, I've uh, I've uh, interviewed um, Mark Gessner, who was on that show. He was the guy with the, the glasses, their, their, their chubby guy on the, on the team. He is hilarious, and he's actually uh, – He's like a legit hockey fan, and then uh, Dennis Leary uh, produced that show because he's also a big hockey fan. But, he yeah, did. Benders was good. I've had uh, Chris Stefano and Andrew Schultz both in, in studio, and, and Steve Sharippa had a little bit of a coffee. Uh, anyway, they, they said that that was just – because I was asking both those guys. I'm like, I really like that show. I think you and I were the only ones that watched it, though, so. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I mean, it, 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 it was a good show. It just, you know, it, it, it had six episodes. The biggest complaint was that a lot of people who watched it said there wasn't enough hockey action in it. But uh, one thing that they told me uh, when I, well, when I interviewed Gessner was that um, they only, I think they shot all of their hockey footage for the whole series in like one day or something. So they only had the rink for like, 24 hours or something ridiculous (laughs) like that. So they just had to make it all work in one, whatever they could get in 24 hours is what, what they could use. Lindsay broad too. I, uh, how could you not have a crush on her? She was great. Oh yeah. She was in that too. I don't know. You know, I I have to rewatch that show. Um, I, I, I really wanted it to succeed. There's not enough hockey stuff in the world. I mean, I think that's one thing why I became such, I don't want to say why I know a lot about hockey is because, just whenever there was like a hockey TV show or a hockey, whatever, especially in Chicago, when we kind of didn't really have a lot of hockey going on in the eighties and nineties with like home games, not being on TV, road games only being on cable. So whenever anything came out, I, I kind of clung to it. Did you like the movie young blood? Cause that's like my all time favorite. I used to watch that on HBO every time it would, uh, it would be on. That's the Rob Lowe one. Yes. 
that that movie. The only thing was, and I know Rob Lowe is a great actor. I, I just I I can't picture him fighting anybody. Nah, he would have lost that fight, <laughs> hands down. You know, broken hands probably. All right, that's Sal Barry Puck Junk dot com. Check him out. Sal, thanks for dropping by, buddy. All right, thanks, Rick. Always a pleasure. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Open lines the rest of the way. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. Who's watching me? Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, Just let us know, and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. 
It's, uh, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the program. It is time for today's Bank of America Cash Rewards Player of the Day. Shohei Otani hit his major league leading 32nd homer and broke the single season major league record for homers by a Japanese player during the Angels' 5-4 victory over the Boston Red Sox. The Angels, who won for the sixth time in seven games and took two of three from the AL East leading Red Sox, it was another landmark day for Los Angeles' two-way superstar. A day after Otani pitched seven innings to beat Boston, he broke Hideki Matsui's record uh, of, not with length, the way this is written, <laughs> with a 433-foot shot to write off of Eduardo Rodriguez, putting the Angels ahead to stay in the fifth. Matsui hit 31 home runs with the Yankees in 2004, but Otani surpassed the mark in just 81 games before the All-Star break. And that's today's Bank of America Cash Rewards Player of the Day. Once again, I think the most uh, poignant thing about this whole thing is that he did this all before the All-Star break. So he's on pace, obviously, for 60-plus. How about that? By the way, we were talking collectibles with uh, hockey. Dominic called it to my attention, a couple things in the NBA uh, during the break. Uh, one of them is that uh, Eric Paschal, the uh, young player out of um, Nova that plays with the Dubs, if you look at his uh, Panini Prism card, it's Kevin. It's Kevon Looney. I almost said Kevin. It's Kevon Looney. It's Kevon Looney wearing the number five. Do you know how much that's worth? The error card? $8.99. You would think <laughs> maybe it would be worth more. Like, oh, I don't know. How about what Steph Curry went for? Look, we know how popular Curry is. But a card just sold for $5.9 million. The Alt Funds, an investment group managed by Alt Now, whatever that is, owns the majority ownership of the one of one Curry card from 2009. So owning both the Curry card as well as the previous record holder, LeBron James card, which sold for $5.2 million. Alt now has the two most valuable trading cards in the world. By the way, the industry produces about $15 billion every year. The Curry card will now join 10,000 other trading cards stored in Alt's vault. How about that, uh, Al Capone? 
and it's worth more than $50 million. Alt's founder, Leore Avidar, said, Steph is a generational player. Our data shows that Steph's cards have increased 35% in value year to date. Compare that to the S&P, and you can see the outsized return uh, potential. Now, here's the other thing. You're not going to make a profit on that thing, are you? A little piece of cardboard for $6 million? But one of one, what the hell is that? I mean, if you're going to do a one of one for the only unanimous MVP in history, a guy who's been a seven-time all-star, seven-time NBA, two-time scoring champ, three rings, second most threes of all time. Dominic uh, wants to hop in. What do you got, man? No, yeah, so you said what's a one-of-one. One. So in this instance, that's the only version of that card that exists. It's it's called the Logo Man. So, you know, usually a lot of cards have like a patch of like a jersey or pants or something. This particular one has the NBA, the Jerry West logo off of a jersey. Since it sold for $6 million, I'm going to assume that it was game used. I'm not 100% sure on that. And I know that it was also graded a 10 by PSA. So in terms of PSA, that's the best it can get. Uh, so that's part also also part of why it was so damn expensive. Thank you for that, Dominic. Yeah, I knew what one of one meant. I just didn't know it had part of the jersey. And we've seen over the years that we um, have had, and it, it's kind of cool to have just a little piece of the jersey. Why not? Um, I know uh, Brandon Steiner years ago um, sent out a little thing that had infield dirt. I think it was from the old. Um, Milwaukee Brewer Stadium before they moved into uh, Miller Park. So, <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember when uh, Everton stayed up on the last day of the, what was that, like the 09 season, Graham Stewart's goal, Sheffield United and Wimbledon had both lost. They stayed in on goal difference. People ran down onto the pitch and they started pulling up patches of grass. Now, what is that going to do? Are you going to germinate it? Are you going to try to uh, plant it in your own yard. What are you going to do with the grass? It's just going to die in two days. But still, people want more. I guess the, the dirt is something. But at some point, this card market has, it's got to go dot com on us. It's got to come down, correct? I had that guy on my show who um, sold the, I forgot what card he sold, but uh, he said he was investing all his money. This is before last football season. He was investing all his cash into Derek Carr. Those, Vegas Dave. Vegas Dave. Thank you, Dominic. Vegas Dave. Not Vegas Joe Hughes. That's my former intern who's on KCBS now. Uh, Vegas Dave. All his money into Derek Carr. I don't know if he actually did it or not, but... Um, I told him, I said, listen, as a guy who's watched every game Carr's ever played and has talked to Carr a few times and has covered the Raiders uh, for their flagship, I wouldn't put a lot of money into Derek Carr cards. <laughs> I mean, that's like saying, he's a good quarterback, but that's like saying I'm putting all my money into Matthew Stafford cards. It's like, yeah, he's a good quarterback, I guess, but there has to be something captivating you know you have to be Muhammad Ali or Mickey Mantle or Michael Jordan or Tiger Woods or Steph Curry or LeBron James 
you can't just be, you know, like look at Steven Stamkos yet again, another ring, his name on the trophy yet again. He's a great player, but is there anything about Steven Stamkos that makes him like Wayne Gretzky or Super Mario or Sid the Kid or even a guy like Ovechkin, which means goat herder in Russian, by the way? No. Derek Carr just didn't have that little pizzazz, that little cachet that Steph does. All right. Talk a little hoop on the other side as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. I'm Byline. is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-251-7460. That's 800-251-7460. All right, we have goat yoga lattes coming up in the yoga room. Hey, Regan, can you go away? At Finley's Fitness, personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you Indeed can help them hire the people they need. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. 
Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Teams have four attempts to move the ball 10 yards. So if you see a graphic on your screen that says first and 10, that means it's the team's first attempt to get 10 yards. be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Well, that's a bit dramatic. By the way, tomorrow on the show, supposed to be, fingers crossed, in studio, John Doerr, one of my my homies, the stand-up comedian from Ottawa, and uh, he'll be in town at the Punchline. Well, he's already in town at the Punchline. In fact, if you want to go tonight, check them out tonight. All right. Uh, and by the way, on Twitch, on the chat, um, I got one a message from Cleric Beast 191 <laughs> that says, can't hear you, bro. But I'm looking at my meters, and it looks like I'm going out. So I just wrote back, what's up? Bro, but I period I appreciate it, cleric beast. All right, tonight game two in the NBA Finals, and you know as I said, has there ever been an NBA Finals and an, and a Stanley Cup Finals less captivating simultaneously? Not to say it is not without interest, not to say it's not important, not to say that it's not deserved. Not to mention that there aren't great stars, but. You know, the whole NBA thing, it has to be a super team. It has to be a super team. No. To me, the most interesting about the NBA, the, the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, finals, Stanley Cup, was the uh, the Canadians were in it. The first time since, you know, uh, Taft was president that a, a Canada team was in there. And I was rooting for them. Now, here's the thing. I predicted Tampa Bay would win the Stanley Cup in my preseason thing. I predicted back-to-back. That doesn't do me any favors. Rick's a genius. Now, if I had predicted Montreal and then I had a good reason, not just to be like a fan, I told you they'd be good, man. Why? I used to have a friend who knew little about sports, but he thought he knew a lot. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. Because we all make mistakes. It happens. But he used to say, you know what the A's need to do? They just need to say, huh, man. They need to do what? They just got to say, F it. If the A's just say, F it, and go, huh, then they can win. I'm going to write that down. It's pretty good. Um, but we know the Suns are up to a one nothing lead with the 118-105 win on uh, Tuesday. But the win was hampered with an injury to Dario Saric. Hobbled off to the locker room, and it was announced last night that he has suffered a torn ACL on his right knee. I saw that in the finals a couple years ago with Clay. It's not fun. It's horrible. 
And it was in the first quarter. He drove towards the basket against Brooke Brooke Lopez and uh, landed awkwardly and started hobbling. And you wouldn't say it's a Pyrrhic victory because it's not Booker or Paul. But being out for, obviously, the rest of the finals and maybe a year, um, it hurts. Now, look, he's not a starter. But you're still talking about a guy that averages more than 10 minutes a game. And Milwaukee has a big front court, and they need this guy to get some boards, get a point or two, and hack a shack and foul people. Because Phoenix already didn't have a ton of size to contend with Milwaukee. So this is really going to be even more of a glaring weakness. But can they capitalize on it? So... When he got hurt, those 10 minutes went to Frank Kaminsky. Remember him? Where did he go? Wisconsin. Fantastic college player. Kaminsky wasn't even in the rotation. In fact, he hadn't even uh, played in a while. Uh, He didn't even play in the conference finals. He hadn't played since the semifinals against Denver. And he played for four minutes and he had a goose egg stat line. And so now he's going to be out there against Lopez, Portis, and mm, I don't know, a guy named the Greek Freak. Remember him? Right? So that that could be something. But I think to limit Chris Paul's dominance is maybe a little fire versus fire. You know? And... Um, do you know who uh, Francis Galton is? Francis Galton uh, was a scientist uh, during the Renaissance, and he talked about nature versus nurture, and then came up with fire versus fire. So when you read about, oh, Chris Paul was dominant, and uh, I think if you, Mike Boldenholzer, what he's going to do now with his defensive game plan I think you're going to see Brooke Lopez much higher in the key than he was before. I think you're going to see secondary defenders on Chris Paul more than you saw in the first one. And um, Giannis was asked about it. He said, just got to keep making it tough on them, tough as possible. They're going to make a lot of shots go. Great playmakers most of the time. They're going to make the right decision. The ball is going to be in their hands a lot. Just have to make it as tough as possible. Keep them in front. Make them shoot twos, but tough twos. And obviously, we know that's what they want to get to, end quote. Well, making it tough on guards like Paul and Booker with their skill set is easier said than done. And as I was saying, Lopez and Portis were being criticized by being roasted by Paul and those ISOs after switches. But even the shots Paul made weren't really great looks. Almost all his jumpers were contested. So, um, you know, he hits tough shots. That's what Chris Paul does. And a lot of players um, have echoed what Antetokounmpo was saying. Just, you know, regardless of scheme, you got to start putting the screws on Paul. And believe you me, as a Warrior fan, I have seen countless times where a team will say, what are we going to do to win this series? Why don't we beat up Steph Curry? And you see him slide of build, 
You see him, you think he's delicate. Steph Curry has been kicked black and blue in this game. And he's come through. So what CP3 does, Chris Palmer, (laughs) is that I think he's on a mission now. I think he almost has blinders on. He obviously doesn't. But Drew Holiday is going to have to step up defensively as well. But Budenholzer said about Paul, he's a player that's probably going to change up the looks. If he gets a rhythm on something, it's not good for us. So you've got to have multiple kind of looks and adjustments and be able to execute at a higher level from what you're doing. Is that what we learned from game one? Just solve the defensive end? Is that all we need to learn? Well, I think what we learned defensively is that the pick and roll that the Suns do is still a mystery, unsolved, to the Bucs. It just is. And Milwaukee opened the game with P.J. Tucker on Chris Paul, Jeru Holiday on Booker, and those were the guys that shut down Trey Young and the Hawks. But the pick and roll, normally you just do that dance, and what that is is just keep everything in front of you and try to stay out of that rotation. And initially, it seemed like it wasn't working. But eventually they started getting into a rhythm, and then Chris Paul starts getting in these four-point plays. Never understood a guy taking a three and then you dive into him like that, like some kind of Zion dive from the key. (laughs) But if you're into plus-minus in basketball, which I'm not really, I don't ignore it, but, I mean, even in hockey, it's a misleading stat. You could be the best defender in the world and be a minus 12 if you play with four schmucks and a bad goalie, right? But Brooks Lopez was a minus 17 in 23 minutes. That's pretty astounding if you think about it. But I think Phoenix goes right back to us, just switching, 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 getting on those guys again. I mean, Boldenholzer got to the point, too, where he, he basically benched him. You know, you say he's getting a rest, but he didn't really come back in. And just nothing was working. And it was kind of reminiscent about their first game against Atlanta where nothing was working. You can think about how when they got crushed by the Heat in the playoffs and they got crushed by the Raptors the year before. Sometimes the, the Bucks get stuck in this vortex with nothing but bad options. So regardless of what they choose to play, you just, I mean, you have to execute. There was one play where DeAndre Ayton had a a put-in because Portis and uh, Lopez and Holiday, the three of them were just standing there looking at each other, almost like, I thought you had them. And that's why those easy baskets um, hurt, but the easy baskets were hard to come by from Milwaukee. They weren't getting those. Now, listen, the Bucks have survived some very <laughs> trepidatious situations in this postseason. They've been able to cobble together. They, you know, it didn't happen on Tuesday, but they attempted the same amount of field goals as Phoenix did. The Suns did get 10 more free throws, but the turnover battle was lost. So I, I, just, I just wonder why the Bucks are wary of going big and I think they probably should now, as I mentioned, with the injury um, and uh, with uh, Kaminsky coming in now right now. 
there's always a trade-off one way or the other. I mean, it's harder to play small ball with DiVincenzo unavailable. And with Lopez looking like an oaf, maybe they don't want to do it. But I'm actually looking for not Booker and not Paul to step up. I'm looking for DeAndre Ayton to have a game. He's 22 years old. And last game, 22 points, 19 rebounds in your NBA Finals debut against the two-time MVP of the league. And by the way, if you haven't been watching the Suns, Aiden has been doing this basically the whole playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him go for like 30 and 15 tonight. I don't know. I just, you know, every time we think we know what's going to happen when it doesn't happen, that's why it's, you know, sports. I mean, if Milwaukee can pinch this game on the road, they're going to go home feeling fantastic. There's no doubt that they'll feel fantastic. But uh, it, it doesn't look that way to me. And that's why, as I said, with the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Finals, I'm not saying they're snoozers. I'm just saying they just don't have that grip on me. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back and grip me. important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. 
I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Can I be real with you right now? I mean, like, really, really real? Yes. I just thought about going out there for the second half, and a little bit of pee came out. Rick Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Thank you for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. By the way, since he's not in the NBA Finals, James Harden right now is in Paris for Fashion Week. Not making it up. And he's been seen hanging around with Kanye West and someone named Lil Baby. Is that a man or a woman? The man? It's a man? Okay. L-I-L, Lil Baby. And um, anyway, um, he was uh, briefly held by police, was hardened, because apparently uh, there was a car that smelled like weed that's still illegal in France. And apparently there were three people in the car, two identified, and Lil Baby were arrested and taken to a police station. And Harden tried to intervene and was uh, briefly arrested. Uh, detained and questioned but was not arrested and police found 20 grams of weed in the car let me tell you something i was in paris two years ago those guys don't fool around they're walking around with fals uh those are uh, assault rifles and they have berets on they're very militarized and seriously they are not screwing around that was during when i was there during the whole greta turnberg thing where they were blocking all the bridges um but, yeah, sometimes, you know, these Americans, they just think, I do whatever the hell I want. I remember when my friends and I went to Amsterdam, and one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, weed is legal here. I go, dude, you still have to be on the DL. And he was asking everyone on the street, where do I get hash? And I'm like, you're such a babe in the woods. You, you, you know, it was just, you know, an idiot. Well, who else would smoke hash except for an idiot, right? <laughs> just my personal opinion. <laughs> But uh, anyway, James Harden is in Paris for uh, Fashion Week. I know, it's it's rough, isn't it? Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific Time.
we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.